welcome to hell. Population me, local attraction, the heartbreak sea, the smell in the air of night blooming despair by the dry wishing well. Now, if that is not some good trailer park music from the late 70s, early 80s, I don't know what is. Am I right or wrong on my genre? I think it's older. Genre? I don't know. I would say 70s. 70s, yeah. I'm thinking. All right. Well, welcome to the Old Oak Table here in downtown Oak Hill, Florida, the Taylor Park. We're going to sling a little shit and bring you episode 57 of Taylor Trash Fly Fishing. Thanks for joining us. Ben's here. Carl's here. Mark's here. Of course, I'm here. Larry. And we've got Jameson uh, hanging out off the corner of the table. He's going to dutifully be standing by as the official Googler Googler. of uh, the podcast, just in case we need any fact checking Mm -hmm. live. (laughs) So, uh, I mean, I'm right most, like most of the time, like probably like. Oh, I'm, I don't know, more than half. Yeah. I'm right all the time. Yeah, yeah, just ask me. I'll, yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you all about it. What do you want to know? Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess this is what first time back together since uh, Friendsgiving, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's getting to be that time of year, man. We got our first real cold front. Yeah. December 1st, and it, like, dropped. Was there. Bam. Yeah. It showed up. I, you know, that's probably. Uh, I'm sure we had colder weather in the old house we're living now. You know, probably in February or whatever last year. But, whew, yeah, <laughs> waking up to that kind of cold in the house was like, oh, brutal. Mark, I know you love it. You're like, oh, oh open the windows. Lo- that's exactly. I'm what like, I how the fuck do I get this heat turned on? Right. Open the windows. Well, I had. I woke up whatever day. I think it was Monday or something. My house was 58 degrees inside. Oh, jeez. And I was like, walked over to the thermostat, and it had been so long since I turned on it, he didn't work. And I got gotten it sorted since then, but I actually turned both my double ovens on and, like, opened them up <laughs> to, like, rip the chill out of the house. And got it up to, like, 62. Uh, the fish today, I guess, are, are doing the same thing. or feeling the same thing. Turning on their ovens? Yeah. yeah. Double ovens, yeah. Nice. Um, not much to be found. No, no. And you know, the weird thing is typically when you get a good little cold front come through, it chills the water down and, you know, drops a lot of the schmutz out of the water. It was still shitty out there, man. So it's still just cloudy and dirty, but I don't know that it's necessarily the algae that, we were seeing more just so sediment. It was windy today, yeah. so it's like, yeah. fuck. There's no grass anywhere, so as soon as just it starts blowing, it right. sh- yeah. gets murky and muddy. 
And definitely in the areas where Jameis and I were seeing a lot of mullet was definitely muddier. So, yeah. you know, they're just mm-hmm. mudding up everywhere. But uh, I think we saw maybe two, three redfish, and it was like, oh, there goes one. Oh, mm-hmm. there goes one. We never saw saw one that we could, like, even contemplate setting up a shot yeah. on. Um, so it was cold. I guess that was Sunday Sunday night, whenever yeah. that started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had, what, two, maybe three nights in a row, and then kind of on the fourth day, third or fourth day, crept back up, and we're kind of mm-hmm. still in that back up ish right now. Yeah. It's pleasant. The f- well on the water today. The fair category. It yeah. was it was actually chilly on the water today. Yeah. Um you know, especially running between spots. Mm-hmm. Um I mean I I've just got like this, you know, hoodie on or whatever, but I I'll be honest with you, a couple times when we were running I was wishing I'd had like a vest or something. Yeah. Because yeah. it was I mean it plunged into the sixties this afternoon. Yeah. Uh, that means Ted would have had a hard time. With the skiff nips. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, yeah, so we, I mean, it should be low, which it was lower, right? The water, water is lower. definitely lower. Yeah. Um, I was telling Jameson, the water, the difference, like, I walked down, like, by the marina and, and mm-hmm. whatever the canal is that runs on Riverside to the north of the city marina. And for the last month and a half, two months, like the water was like a foot below, you know, the seawall. Mm-hmm. And Shannon and I walked the other evening uh, down to check out the um, what's uh, ocean deck is going to open um, river deck right there behind across right. from the city marina. They've been we, building on it for a while. Back yeah, they're, they're getting they're they're really getting close. And uh, when we walked down there. I took note that the we were at thirty minutes shy of low tide, and like there was actually mucky exposed bottom yeah. all the way below the seawall. So oh, wow. we're talking three, four feet of water has has changed. It was so. a big moon. It was a big moon Tuesday, uh, Tuesday ish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we've say. come off that cycle. Yep. Right. So I was actually no looking at the. Um, gauge at Hallover um, in a report that I had I had found from uh, Merritt Island. They had referenced it. And several times, you know, when we were out trying to fish the high water, and Ben, I believe I even told you, you know, this is normal, but I just don't remember it being this far into November normal. Mm-hmm. But looking at, like, the hydrology portion of the lagoon's management plan from uh, the refuge, it was right there in the document. It's like, you know, we have this super huge fucking change of water, you know, right around end of October to the end of November. And I was like, well, you know, there it is. is." Pulled the plug. Yep. And then December 1st happened, and they literally pulled the plug. Because it's all that lunar, mm-hmm. you know, planet alignment and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, it was slow on the water today, too. Not a lot of people. Not there a lot wasn't. of people out. I noticed yesterday, even because it was really nice. Yesterday, was it stayed warm. The uh, there, I drove by two ramps um, running for some stuff. And very few people, you know, even families or, yeah. you know, whoever just out. Because it was very few cars or I mean, we or anything. when we pulled into JB's, I think we were the third boat 
maybe the fourth boat tied up at the dock at JB's. Then we had lunch, and when we left, there was at least the same number, if not less, boats. Mm-hmm. Like it just what it just never got busy at well, JB's. I knew, I knew it had to be a slow day when you um, you're not working, Ben. Mm-hmm. The um, I kind of wonder on that front if uh, if everybody didn't wear themselves out um, in like the restaurant and bar closures and stuff when the when you couldn't even hardly get to a ramp. Right. I wonder oh, if everybody's like, like you know, now yeah, like we kind of boated ourselves, you know, as far as just like, um, you know, taking the kids out and and family cruising time, right? Um. You know, you wonder if people wore themselves out a little or bit on it. Is it just that we're getting close to Christmas and everybody's like starting to switch over to doing Christmas shopping and that kind yeah, of thing? Kind of sa- uh, I would think saving yeah. pennies. And- oh yeah, let's not fill the boat up with gas this right. weekend. Yeah, let's. Yeah, exactly. I remember testing, usually testing. a little pop on. Uh, Try it again. Testing, testing. Yeah, you're back. We're back. Cool. I remember a little pop on, uh, usually on Thanksgiving, like around Thanksgiving, and one right around Christmas for. You're out of town, yeah. yeah. You know, relatives that come in, right? Yeah. And then you, you know, take them for a cruise or whatever. But just been kind of slow. I mean, it with was the busy summer last like that, weekend. Man. Mm-hmm. After Thanksgiving, it was busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't get me wrong; like, I it was fantastic for me personally to get out on the water today. Oh yeah, um, fish or no fish, um, but. Something's got to change. <laughs> Something's got to change because, like, mm-hmm. you know, when you go to five different stops of your old milk run, that based on my data that I keep, there should have been fish there, mm-hmm. and you're not seeing. And that's the problem. You're not seeing anything, mm-hmm. but it's the water quality that mm-hmm. that you're not able to see it. So I've got, um, and I'm not going to dive into it too deep. Everybody's fucking sick of hearing us bitch about the lagoon. But, uh, Mark, I'm going to email you a document. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically the Merritt Island National Wildlife Refuge management plan for the refuge. Oh, yeah. You know where managing the estuary, the water, the waterway management ranks in the refuge? system oh uh, dead fucking last dead dead last Mm -hmm. the number one management concern on their part bird habitat migratory bird habitat and it just it's shocking to me that i believe it's federally designated as an imperiled waterway Yet the people that are managing that very imperiled waterway make decisions based on four other criteria before they ever get to how do we make this waterway pristine or, yeah. or restore it or retu- that. I mean, the more I read, the more I was like, "Holy shit!" They literally give zero fucks about this. Yeah, the Mosquito Lagoon is dead because. The management structure could give a shit less about the water portion, but and that, that's what makes it what it is. That's yeah. what, that's what's crazy mm-hmm. to me. Um, however, 
when you read this, and, and I got to reread it a couple more times to really get my arms around it and, and understand, there's several different things. And I don't care wh- how it's rated, it's black and white, in print, accepted, signed, sealed, and delivered things that they were supposed to do and accomplish during the 15-year plan, which we're right at the end of. End of. And they haven't done shit nor shinola to try to do those things. So I think it's almost time for a fucking coup. Yeah. I was going to say that living in that area, there's not a lot of voices. Right. It's that middle ground. You know, up here you have the MDC. Mm -hmm. Further south you have... Was it Riverfront Conservancy? Riverside Riverside Conservancy. And that middle ground... The wildlife refuge, NASA, mm-hmm. is like, yeah, just don't touch it. Don't. Sh- sh- mm-hmm. sh- sh- well, there's sh- there's actually impoundments that are on their plan that were supposed to have been opened up, and others that were supposed to be studied to be opened up, and they have they've they've done the exact opposite of what their own plan says to do, so. I really, like I say, I, I need to go through and reread yeah. it and really get an understanding of it. But I'm going to start beating the drum of we have an incompetent or aloof or un, you know unengaged um, manager of the refuge mm-hmm. that's not even following the plan that they ma- they ma- you mandated this plan. Why have you not fulfilled this plan? And if you have reasons why you haven't fulfilled it, let me see it in writing where you addressed, hey, we were supposed to do A, B, and C according to the plan, but here's the reasons why we didn't. Because you know immediately they're going to be like, oh, well, we didn't have the money, the funding, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, show me where you got on record saying yeah. we were about to pull the trigger on this. However, we had to do such and such over at Black Point because it's a higher priority. I, I just think the... The spotlight, if it gets put on the right person, we might be able to affect. I think some there'll change. probably be. I think it'll be just a, a a change at the top there. I think somebody will be up for that position, right? You know, sooner or later, right? Um, and that's a really good. Hey, so remember this checklist? Yeah, remember this plan. Yeah. You guys spent probably a couple hundred thousand dollars, if yeah. not more, to writing develop, it. Yeah. writing it and mm-hmm. studying it and. Coming but up with this plan. It's the birds that are always going to bring the money year after year with Black Point. Yeah, but that's that's really not. The, it's not. It's not. shouldn't matter. Right. Yeah, there needs to be a refocusing, and, and I think there's enough water under the bridge, pun intended, mm-hmm. um, to come in and say, perhaps your all's decision to manage this in reverse order and put species or whatever, you know, birds at the top of the pecking order has led to the decline of the entire, and, and the birds, the estuary is the estuary first. So things with fins and gills probably should get top billing mm-hmm. and then the birds will follow. Oh, I would yeah. go, I would go even as far to say maybe if they're f- resident, Right, you know, resident fish, or even you know, I'm oh, sure there's, there's a whole there, bunch of there's critters. There's definitely you know. yeah. resident fish in right. there that 
certain organizations in Florida mm-hmm. deem not important, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. there's not they, a, they don't have their own trust. They get they get there by walking over the dikes, or oh uh, yeah yeah holding on to bird legs yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are some of the answers. <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyway, I I I found that document. Yeah. And I've been digesting it, and I'll I'll share it with you because the light bulb started going off in my head when I started saying, "Wait a second, this is this impoundment that's shaded in this color was supposed to have been open. That hasn't been opened, mm-hmm. and 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 it said these others they were supposed to study the implementation of doing the same thing like." Where is all that data? Where's where's the effort to do that? Mm-hmm. And it just seems like everything got inverted because maybe my view is a little too simplistic, but it's Mosquito Lagoon, Indian River Lagoon. Correct. Right. Yet the lagoon, the, the aqueous portion of the refuge is absolutely dead last in mm-hmm. any and all considerations for anything. Mm-hmm. And so you, it makes you... And even within their own documents, they they explain how historic historic hydrology of the area was. You know that the the reason they had those charts in there about the water depth and stuff, and and how it was tidal. You know, it's microtidal as far as from an inlet, yeah. but you have this water movement, and it's like they they go into great detail about how. You know, if the wind's blowing from this direction, the water, you know, stacks up on this end, mm-hmm. and then it, it, it would typically, typically go out across the salt marsh, but we've got all these dikes in place now, and they talk about, supposedly, and this makes sense, um, I know Mark and I looked at these one time, all of the water control structures the, mm-hmm. that are on the back of the culvert Those, are all supposed to be uniform now, because for yeah. a while... Even in their own fucking document, they acknowledge that they had so many different types. Yeah. Many of them were malfunctioning. Many of them couldn't be changed easily. And but now they've got like this standardized everything yeah. should be yeah. and it's supposed to be opened at a certain point and closed at a certain point, and that's not happening. Right. So I just think the best way to start affecting some change for our user group, selfish us. Mm-hmm is maybe start pointing out that the refuge management is dropping the fucking ball. And after a couple of months of getting letters up in Atlanta at regional, pointing out all their fucking failings, then we go in and say, would you like the letters to fucking stop? Mm -hmm. Because we can, we can keep doing this. We got, we got time. Oh yeah. Or you can start fucking prioritizing some shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Just do, just do what do you they, said you'd do. I right. wonder if they have like a an open, you know, like a city hall has like meetings and shit. Do they have something where you can like go, like a forum? Well, when they're when they're developing the new plans when and those, stuff, yeah. there's public yeah yeah um, like hearings, hearings and you know input. And yeah. Like every time they do these, like when I catch wind of it, like when they were doing the uh, the proposal for the Shiloh um, SpaceX facility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I sent numerous emails to be on record. This is why I'm against it. This is the problem with it. And, um, but as far as like the management plan, which should be a new one, should be coming up. There should be some meetings starting. I would think soon, like probably into 
beginning of next year or something. So, along the SpaceX, Blue Mm -hmm. Origin Uh is on that now. And their new complex, they're trying to take away more marshland, wetland. Where's this? South on Merritt Island. Okay. So, it's right next to the... uh, Pine Island? Yeah. Okay. And they want to clear more land so they could have a engine testing facility. Man. You can test those somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. I'll show you some cow fields out. A lot of them. Where you can Pretty close, too. Yeah. Yeah. It just boggles my mind. I don't, you know, like how you were saying, there's ways they've implemented, whether it's, you know, through an electronic control gate or the old-fashioned two-by-fours uh-huh. they have stacked up in there. Nobody's... Yeah, mm-hmm. I've thought about being a vigilante and like right go out taking there and the two by four, opening them up. In it. But I mean, we probably t- already talked too much. How long <laughs> would it? How long would it take for them to figure it out? If they're not I adjusting or anything, oh, it you know would know take I mean? a long yeah. damn time. Yeah. Yeah. it would take a long time. So like it, another plan. We'll, we'll <laughs> just we'll just like you know if. I was, tell, I was telling somebody, you know, the other day, and it, it may have been on the last podcast where we mentioned it, you know, Ducks Unlimited, yeah. um, the, the impoundment that they love, mm-hmm. um, and they've, they've spent money enhancing the um, They, they took bags nice. of quickcrete out there and closed <laughs> yeah. it back off after, you know, a storm breached it and fucking opened it up. And it's like, well, are bags of quickcrete stacked up? In the middle of a wildlife refuge, is that I find that to be trash. So we could go out there and just do a fucking cleanup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, some concrete guy must have been back. Here. Yeah, yeah, dumping. Dope. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine like um, the Twin Palms impoundment where I took you, and we were like, "Holy shit!" The fucking traco filled that back in. Yep, and like you know, very ecologically sound uh, plan, you know, to reinforce it, he just ripped palm trees out of the ground and stacked them around mm-hmm. it to, like, try to, mm-hmm. you know, keep the wave action from eroding his new dirt pile dirt pile that, you know, had no turbidity barriers around it or anything like that. We could go to whatever, I, I think Titusville's Home Depot has, like, tool rental. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And we could go <laughs> rent a, th- a trash pump. Right throw the fucking foot of the trash pump on either side of that and then on the discharge side just stand there with a hose and erode it yeah yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) i mean i I could imagine on a on a moonlit evening just the just just the hum of what some people think is oh somebody brought a uh Generator. Generator out on the island to, to camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're all standing there drinking beer. Mm-hmm. So you're like, hey, look, man, it's starting to flow between there. And mm-hmm. it's 7,500 gallons per hour. <laughs> mm-hmm. It'll go quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, you know, out west, they make, you know, movies called Damnation about mm-hmm. restoring yeah. the flow of rivers, bringing yeah. life back to the rivers, yeah. reestablishing habitat. Here... You know, have you ever seen you know those ladders, fish ladders? We, we'd have yeah. to be They're like so expensive. Dike, There's... please. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
It's just it's the whole thing is silly. Being you know, it's a it's a national federal agency. Yeah. And well, you don't go to other national parks or national wildlife refuge and just see the amount of shit right. that you see. And and NASA honestly gives zero fucks. Oh, zero. Um, you know, they don't care, but they also are bureaucrats. So if you ask them if they care, hey, could, could this change over in the refuge? Because you guys technically own it. We're just managing it for you. It's like asking them, should we launch tomorrow? And we know about the O-rings. Nobody's mm-hmm, going mm-hmm. to give a straight answer. They're going to be like, uh, mm-hmm. let me get with my boss. Well, if you if you restore the natural flow, then they couldn't do their acoustic water sound dampening dredging. Oh, million gallons a minute. No, you know what? I, I actually don't have a problem with with like necessary stuff to support like space oh, yeah. launches, like. And and I think that there's there's a certain wisdom in. Uh, sorry, you can't go down Banana Creek, you know, because right. it it runs by the end of the fucking runway, and then if right. you hang a left, mm-hmm. you're up by the fucking vehicle assembly building, and you know, national that's security. Just, yeah, it's <laughs> national security. I get it, but fucking twelve impoundments down the east side of the fucking lagoon that are ruining the fucking that that is is 100% responsible for the deletion of an entire species off the planet and crippling the fucking water quality in one of the most biodiverse estuaries in the world. Like, come on, man. Like, mm-hmm. fucking loosen the reins up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, all right, enough soapbox, man. I'm okay. sure people get fucking tired of hearing <laughs> Holiday this Holiday gift guide. <laughs> 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 2020. <laughs> Um, holiday gift guide. I, I've I've been uh, trying to uh, encourage the uh, thought of uh, what some of us around the table might like by mm-hmm. uh, making some stories about good stocking stuffer ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, insofar as you know anybody that might happen to think about the mail barge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Haller Brothers still hasn't bit, but uh, we'll keep we'll keep trying. See, maybe I'm does anybody know how to get a hold of Willie Lee? Maybe if we got a hold of uh, Willie Lee, we could get like you know, like what it really packages. takes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we could do that because I'm I'm a little disappointed in their lack of hustle. Um, <laughs> there's, no, there's no urgency. I think we dropped oh, off. We're dropping Ben. Good line, <laughs> Damn it, Ben! What are you doing good? to your microphone? I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not even touching it. No, not yet. Maybe we need to just replace Ben's cord. Replace uh-huh. Jameson, I'm out. Right. <laughs> Maybe it likes him better. The um, let me try it on plug. See if that works. I mean, my I think my idea this year is probably this is probably generic as shit, but testing, testing. It, it, testing. kind of a shit year for small business. Don't touch. And Stop. going in places and okay. blah blah blah. I would say probably don't mail order anything. Oh yeah. Go to like if you're if you know if you are gonna buy fish and shit for somebody you know go to the ta- go to the tackle shop go to the fly shop right well or order it from the fly shop itself yeah yeah, like, yeah. I wouldn't you know I think I think Amazon has made their money their, pretty their good upends this year with everybody <laughs> right. ordering everything that they possibly could ever need you know for an entire year it's interesting yeah. so 
<clears throat> there's a couple of different things I've got my eyeballs on for Haller. Um, and the easy button typically for me is to go to Haller Brothers website, mm-hmm. right? But by doing that, it's coming at the expense of a fly shop that carries it. Right. Or, you know. Do we have one? Um, I know Harry Goods has it. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's, that's f- pretty far. 15 zip codes away. Yeah, minimum. no, I get it. I'm not going all the way down Actually, there. I, I get it. But what I was saying, like, you, I could, if they have a, does Harry Goods have a web store? No. Okay. Strike two. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and that's that's what I do. Just look for random shops that have it. Well, and I was. And then I go to their clearance. Okay. Well, I actually. Store. Yeah. Well, so, so I actually was. I, I did a search for Howler Brothers. Um, and one of the shops that popped up that had like something that I saw that was like probably from like last season or whatever, they still had in their shop. And it was like a shop in Dallas, Texas. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Well, you know, maybe, maybe that's the. The way to go is instead of going straight to Haller, because you know Haller makes Haller wants to make half of what you're paying retail. Right. That's what they'll sell it to the shop for, right. and then the shop steps on it and they make their cut. So if you go straight to Haller, Haller's like, hell yeah, ring the bell, motherfucker. We just mm-hmm. made double the profit, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that, and I I'll probably still continue, and I always am creeping in that Haller clearance, mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have to be dripping in the newest howler. I want to just be mm-hmm. dripping in howler. Um, so I'm I'm down with your idea. Um, I'm going to start one that I think 2021 called Casual Howler XL. Okay, that's the big and tall version. I'm going to pitch it to them. <laughs> okay, I'll probably be. I mean, if I really up caloric intake, right? I could probably be like first, like their first. Model, yeah, or uh, uh, that would be ambassador, ambassador, right. yeah, yeah, and uh, also like Chanel, I think <laughs> Chanel, Chanel number six, right? Yeah, nice mm-hmm. Chanel 5.75. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're out here, <laughs> two, mm-hmm. 2.68 inches, baby. <laughs> perfectly legal. Well. The uh. <clears throat> Yeah, so that would I I mean I'm sure everybody's probably singing that song, you know what I mean that that the local place they, there's what what's that Black Friday? It's like Small Business Saturday or whatever. Small Business yeah. Saturday, yeah. Cyber yeah. Monday, Giving yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. It's a whole week of losing out your ass. Right. It's yeah, whole week of just spend spend spend. And spend I didn't spend. spend any of it anywhere I was supposed to, mm-hmm. like per the shopping days. Um I haven't done any holiday shopping yet. None no. whatsoever. The all the big what do they call them? The big box stores, the Home yeah. Depots and Lowe's are making making life hard because when everybody's buying Christmas gifts, all the stuff you wanted all year is like half as much money. Like all the you know, like drill sets and this and that and the other, they roll it back so hard. Oh, really? Because they realize oh, like, yeah. you're like, man, I can just wait till the new year for a freaking drill. Okay, you know, chops are you know what right. you're gonna get. Because you got kids at home, you're buying all kind of bicycles and shit. Right. It's so cheap right now. So if you think forward, which, you know, I don't, but. (laughs) (laughs) So what are some of uh, your all's items on your wish list? 
Mm. Coal. <laughs> Carl's moving straight to stocking stuffers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I actually haven't put a single thought into Christmas this year. No. I haven't thought about what I'm getting my nieces. But other than that, I haven't thought about what I want people to spend money on me on. I need to get with that. Nice spa day. I, think. I don't think I can get into that. <laughs> I, you know, but Ben, you're you're like that, you deserve that it, hip, you know? young, you know. First off, you're the first person to accuse me of being hip in a very long time. <laughs> well, I, you know, if you just give me a second to get there, um, you know, I don't know many youngins in my circle that just, like, fucking reach in their wallet and blow money on, like, fucking... Boba Fett helmets and <laughs> oh I mean, yeah yeah well so like you know true. Y- you're you're talking one game but we know another exists like right you know the, well, uh, w- what has Ben going to treat himself with next I mean because oh you're already styling yeah. the balling the, out of control the mm-hmm. what has Ben want to treat himself with next list is dangerous danger Will Robinson a lot of but the in actuality it's it'd be a little more practical. Uh Truck components. Okay. Oh the, yeah. The uh, I have a pretty chewed up dash that you can see all the wires mm, in currently. That's fine. That's so okay. a, a dash cap would be is pretty high. On my Christmas <laughs> list. Actually, now, now Ben's like losing the hip thing. No, actually, to like, oh, I'm say, actually a very practical human mm-hmm, being. Mm-hmm. I do have my moments. To be perfectly honest, there is a Lego set that I want really bad. If we're now full, we're talking full hip. <laughs> Here we um, are. Larry's aware of this. Shannon says it's going to make me single for a very long time. Um, <laughs> there's the Ultimate Collector Series Millennium Falcon that I would love to acquire. Isn't and turn, that like it's an acquisition. $900? $800. Let's okay. not, yep. let's not wow. get carried away, Marcus. No, wow. This is why Ben wants it, not wow. Ben getting it. Um, it's the size of the table. It's, yeah. it's three foot in diameter. It's yeah. to scale, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so the minifigures are actually like what they would look like. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to make a coffee table with plexiglass and sit that in it and mm-hmm. that be the focal point of my entire living room and existence. I think that makes sense. It I makes just tell perfect Emma, sense. Hey, we're going to Ben's. You can play with his Legos. Oh. <laughs> the, uh, you have to like... He, he doesn't it. care if you take them <laughs> yeah. apart. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I glue those. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I'm not that, that kind of savage. That's a... Uh, that's a big... In the AFOL community, that is a big no-no. What? The AFOL community, what's that? AFOL. So Lego's got a lot of acronyms. <laughs> uh, adult fan of Lego. Oh, nice. <laughs> there's there's, Episode there's about a dozen of them. <laughs> Episode <laughs> title. There's about a dozen gentlemen. of them I could rattle off, but right. we're not going to do that. Is that, um, that going to be like our new subcast? Subcast, Like no. Saturday nights no. here? Cause, cause Sunday nights? <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about that. Like, there's, it's, it would be so niche inside. Like, what percentage of Lego connoisseurs are you going to find inside the fly fishing? Dude, slide into the DMs, kid. What? (laughs) See Uh, see who's out there. Yeah. You never seen, you never, you never seen Doggy Daddy's uh, garage? No. Maybe he's got like a Lego paradise out there. Like the Lego corner. Right. He's probably got, I imagine Doggy Daddy's Lego corner being like, if you ever go to Lego land and they've like built out like people and dogs, there's yeah, yeah. just a Lego it's just, butter and pearl life size. Like, yeah, corner. yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Only two sets he's got. He made those himself, so that would be a mock for my own creation. Oh, uh, decent. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I'm man. at least up to 18 podcasts strictly on Legos. Oh, and I'm I'm They're sure they exist. <laughs> I don't listen to them. Not yet. Somebody does. No, I I don't think I can get that into it. I I like the Lego movies. I like the um Oh yeah. The um You like the Lego movies? I love them. They're fantastic. They're cool. They're the humor in them's pretty dang good. I got kids too. The funniest <laughs> one is they had like the Ninjago one, which is the ninjas, and the kid's name was Lloyd, and his dad, since it's got two L's, just called him Lloyd the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And it like pissed him off. It was hilarious. And every time he's like Lloyd, and the kid would get like, That's not my name. He's like, Yes it is, I named you. Anywho. Um <laughs> Anywho. So Anyhooser. Yoo-Hoo would be a great stocking stuffer, by mm-hmm. the way. I love you Love me some you I don't um, know. Oh, you know what I like? That's the impractical Christmas gift I want is an $800 Falcon. Get with it, Mom and Dad. Yeah. They're about uh, four podcasts behind, so they won't hear this till hopefully my birthday. Right. Fire disc. That. Yeah. That would be That cool. would be cool. We've got the discount code. Yeah. So you do. Help out a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Fire disc is actually pretty lit, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It kind of looks a little bit, mm, I hate to say easier, a little bit more my speed. Right. A little faster. Oh, it's, you oh, know, yeah. a little yeah. bit less planning. Like, I can just go get whatever I'm going to have, like, that night. Yeah, boom. Psh, psh, yep. You're ready to go. Rinse it off with shop water. Yeah. <laughs> the water. <laughs> Acetone. <laughs> you, uh, there's a little bit of a curve on learning. Because the fire like, disc is like super hot in the middle. It's super hot in the middle, yeah. and like the further from the middle you go, like is like All so like right. yeah. yeah. And High so so it's like when when I'm cooking stuff on the disc, it's like you have to kind of have like a plan, mm-hmm. and like things go in that you know that you want cooked, but then you have to slide it to the outside yeah. and then cook mm-hmm. the next thing, kind of, and then everything can come back to the middle for mm-hmm. like the grand finale or whatever. But uh, I love that thing. It's uh, it's been really and and it's a hoot to fucking cook on. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's like you feel accomplished when you're done with it. Right? How are they? So I've had you know obviously like anybody else like a number of regular uh, gas grills. Uh huh. Some of them are really really bad on gas. Are those things like a little hungry? No, I don't think so because uh, okay. I've. I think I've, it's the like a you know whatever the flow the amount of yeah. burners yeah the no of that, the other. I've I've been hooked up to the same twenty pound cylinder since we got it and I've yet to run out of yeah. fuel like you know but does it look like a regular like grill like flame like the diffuser or whatever underneath uh well maybe it, a big bigger. it's like a round puck yeah it looks yeah, like yeah. it looks like a like a Commercial kitchen gas uh, burner okay, sure, on a sure. stove, uh-huh. and that's that's yeah. right at the middle on the bottom. You know, right at the bottom. That was the only thing I was thinking. Like <clears throat> to get that thing hot and going, is that thing just blowing? instantaneously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like we did. Uh, Some I made type t- of Cajun pasta. Oh, I did that. Yeah, um, last week I I popped it out. And what did it? What was the totality of the meal? I'm trying to think. Um, I did uh, flips. Um, oh, swamp I, cabbage thing. I did the yeah. swamp cabbage yeah. thing, and fucking amazing. 
And then, so what I did is I, I knew that I was going to make that. So I put a bunch of bacon in the middle. It gets, it cooks quick. Yeah. Onions, the cabbage. I didn't have any sausage to put in it. So, um, that got ready. I pulled it out, put it into like a stainless steel bowl mm-hmm. and just covered it, put it to the side. Cause it was, you know, like I actually pulled it a little bit early knowing it would continue to soften a little bit. And then, um, I had used the Traeger the week before or, or two weeks before and done uh, a couple of um, pork loins mm-hmm. on the smoker. And so I had pulled one of those out of the freezer and thawed it back out. And then, do you know what a mandolin is? Yeah. It's a slicer. Oh, okay. It's like a poor man's meat slicer right. or yeah, vegetable uh-huh. slicer. You know, it's it's all manual. Yeah, yeah. So while that pork loin was still really cold not really frozen i set it on the thinnest mm-hmm. that i could and basically made like these little shaved slices of pork loin so once the cabbage and all that was out then i put um the pork i portioned it out so that it was like enough for a sandwich mm-hmm. and put it in the middle where it was the hottest and put the barbecue sauce with it and like oh. seared it and and like caramelized yeah, it yeah. onto the meat and then while that was happening i took and buttered uh, a hoagie roll and toasted the hoagie rolls oh uh, yeah and then put the meat on it nice. yeah and then so we had like these fucking killer barbecue sandwiches and it was a combination of the traeger had done the smoking mm-hmm. earlier right. and then i was just basically warming it back up but mm-hmm. like really not even warming it. It was like caramelizing the uh, mm-hmm. barbecue sauce into the meat. It was fucking ripping good. And I think it's it's also kind of like living out your like hibachi dreams. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I won't lie. You know, when I'm pretty, Do you do the egg roll? When, I, when, like, I'm, when, I'm pretty, roll. when I'm pretty sure nobody's out in the backyard while I'm cooking, I'm like, flip a... Ding, 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 ding. You know? Flip a shrimp tail. Somebody's hat. Yeah. Larry's out there with this white hat. He's like, uh-huh. yeah. hey, yeah. 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 Here, catch this broccoli. No, that's gross. Yeah. Throw me a shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're the smart one. You asked for the good. <laughs> and the, the the coolest thing about the cleanup is you, you never, it never sees soap. Um, like a cast iron. Yeah. yeah. It's, but, and, and, Everything just like it's another layer of seasoning mm-hmm. that gets like burnt onto it, and literally like when I'm done, like you know I'll shut down, take the food in, we eat dinner or whatever. I go out later, turn it back on, start warming it back up. But before, like right as it's starting to warm up, I'll take like a cotton rag and wipe out as yeah. much as I can, and then I, I have a little water bottle, and once it gets hot, I start at the outside edge. And the watt, like, do a circle around it, and it carries stuff down mm-hmm. to the middle. And as it's like boiling off, yeah, it's yeah. instantaneously boiling. I'm just wiping until I get down to the middle, and it's like whoosh, done. Turn it off before it totally cools down. I put a little bit of olive oil or something like that in there. Paper towel, coat the whole thing. Gets hung back up on the wall in the garage. Yeah. Next time I need it, take it down, put it on, go, fire yeah. it right up, ready to go. I never look. It just so it, you could pull it off the base, right? The oh, base yeah. lives yeah. outside. Yeah. yeah. With the, the bottle. And yeah. 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 And and actually 
the way it's built, the the selling feature, the idea behind it is it's super portable. So that base is actually two pieces, mm-hmm. and it's almost like a receiver hitch. Yeah, where one slides into the other square receiver, and now it's cross. It makes the cross legs. Sure. Then the disc sits on top of it. So if I wanted to bring it down here from New Smyrna, literally the disc goes in. Those two pieces come apart, lay down, and like basically yeah. back of the you're here, back of the trip, yep. whatever. Done. Trunk. Yep. Takes cool. two seconds to move it. Sweet. You got a restaurant called mm-hmm. the Triple H, the Holly Hill Hibachi. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Carl. <laughs> I mean, I'll look, yeah, I'll look, I'll, I'm going to have to look into that legalities. People will just be coming to see him in the in the plus size howler. Yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With the, the model, I don't know. They'll be like, seven dude, we we, we had this guy that had pearl snaps on, mm-hmm. had this like bitching fucking embroidery on it, mm-hmm. yeah. and he was chefing up some shit in a fucking disc, in a disc, mm-hmm. in outside a of a shop, right? <laughs> Wearing too much ladies cologne. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually thinking of like for you know. Treating myself for Christmas, you know, because you, you got to take care of your own, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's giving me a list. I'm giving myself a list too. Mm-hmm. I need a new reel because, mm-hmm. you know, I think that might be the turning point to take the fucking I yeah. saw the sting off the, the shit box that I got our, last year uh, in February. Our friends uh, down at 239 Flies had a little post today that was like, ugh, they have like a really full. Real case, probably for the holidays. Oh, right. All the Florida reels. Yeah. And yeah. The, the T, all the T boards, a lot of T boards, a lot of tons. And I, I'm actually thinking really hard of getting the Everglades. Yeah. I've heard I, of I love the sound of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, just, yeah. well, just that's, like, that's part of it for me because, and like someone's like, I've got a, got a reddington rise and the one problem with the reddington reels they function great the clicker breaks so fast into them almost all of them so it's like a 200 hundred dollar anodized capped reel and the clicker doesn't work and it bothers me so bad i'm it like send it back cool, doesn't make a cool well, sound you can but i, <laughs> I want to upgrade it at some point right and i, I told so, told my friend that he's like why i was like it doesn't click do you know, do you yeah, guys yeah, do you guys know why they have uh, the, the click on on all those reels? No, suckers like me. Supposedly, and this isn't fact. This is just what I've always un, I, I've always James been told. Google, James is Jamie, Jamie, like on on <laughs> Abel and Abel's got it like a killer click. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I was told that it was a, a design feature that was asked for by the guiding community and it was because if I remember right originally when it came out it would click as you're reeling in Mm -hmm. and it was like the tattletale feature so that the guy on the back of the boat would know if you were fucking taking up line or fucking listening to him and like not like when he's like no 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 let him go let him go and what the fuck are you doing up there I heard that 
and oh, that's interesting. That's what I was like. It wouldn't. Yeah, okay. you think it's so? It's like a brake on a car. You know what I mean? Well, like, it, it really wouldn't, wouldn't need. It wouldn't need to make a noise. No, and, no, they, no. And, and, and the clicker has nothing to do with the brakes yeah, on yeah, an yeah, Abel. Yeah, yeah. you know, no. and and we're talking old school Abel when it was you know a cork drag, right? You know, the clicker was just done because somebody wanted a clicker, right? Right. You know, and it's not because it's a click and Paul. It's the Correct. clicker. It's just a clicker. A yep. click and Paul. That is the drag. That's the drag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Click Paul reels. The clicker is the drag on old school ones. Yeah. That's but yeah. that's a click and yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. That's so the fuck the fact he checker. That, yeah. You thought you had me. <laughs> right. Refer back earlier in the episode mm-hmm. with I'm always right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited because I do get to put my nice click Paul reel to use soon. Here's my question. Yeah. Okay. Out. Why does Nautilus make a guide series reel that has? Uh, hold on, get it. Yeah, get close. Jacob. Nautilus, Nautilus makes. I think it's Nautilus makes a guide series reel that has a click going one direction. Right. That's probably. And and again, like I don't remember who told me or said that to me, but that was because at some point, Abel went to it click in both directions. Yeah. You know, which I love. So you know. That's just what I've always heard. And if you're saying there's a guide series and it, it clicks the one direction, maybe that's the mm-hmm. truth of it. You know? Real Jesus, hook us up. Let us know some deets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's let's use this as a segue because uh, nobody knows the answer to that unless Real Jesus wants to <laughs> call right. in and tell Let us. Let the secret out. Um, casting across. Um he he put uh, a little podcast out. I haven't listened to it yet, but the 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 gist of it uh, I really thought was pretty cool. He talks about don't just fish with someone that teaches you where the fish are. Fish with somebody that teaches you why the fish are there. Yeah, and and. It struck me when when I you know it was you know it's that's the clickbait right mm-hmm. to to go and listen. I just wasn't in a position to listen because I was binge watching The Wire. Um, I think it's <laughs> binge watching the Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> so the you know I think that's probably some of the most sage advice that you can yeah. give. Mm-hmm. And you know when when I started fly fishing out here. Um, the group of guys that I fished with were wicked experienced. Mm-hmm. They were the they were the crowd that you knew, and and I knew who they were well before I ever got to fish with them. But it's like those are the guys that have been out here so fucking long. Those are the guys that fucking know what's going on. Those are the guys. And it was just damn luck, you know, that I ended up making friends with with a few of them, and that developed into friendships with others. And I can say without a doubt, by putting myself on a skiff where I was definitely the guy that knew the least was the best thing for me. And it all kind of goes back to like when when I was a competitive swimmer I always wanted to be 
during practice in the fastest lane. Mm-hmm. Was it because I knew I could hang in that fast lane? I knew I was going to get fucking run over right. if I didn't mm-hmm. make damn sure that I at least hung with them. Mm-hmm. And then once I was able to hang with them, then it was like, okay, I'm going to put some motherfucker behind me. Mm-hmm. And that's the mentality of what I believe makes a good angler. And if you listen to like some of the Millhouse podcasts and you, you listen to these old time guides that they're talking to, or even the new guides that are really good and they're talking about their anglers, there's this focus and this drive and this motivation that they want to be the best, but they acknowledge that they're not, but they're getting with people that have that knowledge base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I really think that that's like probably one of the least shared messages. So do we, just our area, mm-hmm. still have stewards of the sport that, you know, the new guy... I would say I don't, I don't want your spots. I don't want you to hot spot. But no, I would say yes, you do, and no, you don't. No, you don't. If you think you can casually ask for it mm-hmm. and get it, but if you're persistent and you make it known in the right way, right. Someone will eventually listen to you and take you seriously and take you under wing. Um, Greg, what's Greg's last name? Deeney. Um, Greg Deeney is the perfect example. And I don't know Greg very well personally. Um, the group of guys that I was fishing with. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those guys in particular, actually, when I was at JB's today and I was like, Bill, Bill's one of the guys that like really taught me a lot about the lagoon, taught me a lot about fly fishing and, and made me better. Um, Bill has a couple of friends, three of them, and I can't remember their name off the top of my head. And that was kind of Bill's click. And all those other three guys like lived over towards Orlando but they fished over here, but they what they really loved was tarpon fishing. Mm-hmm. And they tarpon fished from like um basically like Inglewood and you know down southwest oh, Florida. Southwest, yep. And they were good. Like mm-hmm. they, they'd been doing it so fucking long, like they knew where all the fucking good bars were, both on and off the water. Um and their hangout was the fly fisherman on Ivanhoe Row. Greg Deeney, I know he was working at the fly fisherman at some point. Um, but he was doing something else. But long story short, he was working at the fly fisherman just as a shop rat, right? And Greg was smart enough. Greg grew up in Louisiana and probably had a really good upbringing where people were like, don't fucking run your mouth. You can't listen if you're fucking talking. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking listen to what these old timers have to say yeah. and fucking learn something. 
So when he was working in that shop back in the day when the fly fisherman during its heyday, like Bill Bishop would be in there. These This guy, Charlie, and I can't remember his last name, that was my, friends with my friend Bill. And this little clique of guys, and especially Bill Bishop, he it was part of that crew too. Bill Bishop's a fucking god when it comes to the tarpon stuff down there. Um, Greg was smart. He just sat there and fucking took it in and took it in and took it in and would occasionally ask a question that let that group of guys know he was a serious B listening, listening, right? Paying attention. So eventually at some point, one of them said, Hey, Greg, ask the boss man for next weekend off. You're going to go tarpon fishing with us. So boom off. Mm -hmm. Greg got to go. And Greg ended up going more and more, and Greg was smart. These were older guys. Greg got on the back of the fucking boat and posted up and pushed the boat and fucking made sure that they were getting their fix. And eventually, at some point, Greg said, okay, I'm done being a fly fly shop guy. I'm going to start guiding. And so he started guiding. And when Greg Deeney burst onto the scene as a guide, he was fucking shit hot man like he was on the fish but it wasn't because greg deeney had unlocked the fucking mysteries of of the leviathan of mm-hmm. southwest florida greg deeney had fucking surrounded himself with people that were way fucking right. better than him that had the knowledge and he was smart enough to keep his mouth shut and fucking absorb it all and then he turned it into a viable business mm-hmm. and at that point i'm sure and God, I hope so, that he had conversations with those guys and said, hey, you know, I'm going to, and I'm sure if he did, they're the type of guys that would have been like, absolutely, man. Why do you think we fucking let you stick around? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just don't give it away. Make people earn it. Um, I wrote an article years ago with uh, about John Turcott. Uh, I think it's that issue of the Drake that's mm-hmm. on the wall. I mean, for years, fishing out here, Turcott has always been known as one of the guys that knows every fish by name out here because he's been doing it so long. And there was, there's just like this mystique, this mystery about John because you know he's working. But and you like, know. you never see him. You never fucking see him. And this is like when I was fishing with, you know, that core group that, that brought me into the fold, you know, we would always be like, you know, anybody seen Turcotte? No, I know he's out, but you know, nobody. And, and it was this like mutual respect that everybody had for him because everybody knew John had a great clientele. John did this, you know, fantastic business. This is back during the times when it was gin clear water and green carpets of grass. So, Knowing that John had this mystique about him, and we, our group, I don't know if we were the first to do it, but that's where I it came to me was we always called him the dude. Yeah. Because like he had the long fucking blonde hair. He's a surfer. Um, he's a surfer before he's a fucking fisherman. He'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Still is. Still is. Yeah. And uh, it, was, it was crazy cool because I reached out to him and said, hey, man. I'd like to get together with you, just fucking talk to you, interview you, get a sense of, you know, where you came from, what you're doing, 
and write this article about, you know, about you, kind of a profile piece for the Drake magazine. And he was like, all right, that'd be cool, I guess. Um, <laughs> well, why don't you meet me on the water one day and we'll just fish. We'll just, we'll just talk on the skiff. And I was like, holy shit. This is like, you know, now this shit's getting better already. And we made a plan to meet up and literally he was like, do you know such and such? I was like, yep. He's like, meet me there. So I ran my skiff out, fucking hanging out. Here comes the fucking dude out of the fucking, you know, off the horizon coming towards me. I fucking start up and we fucking haul ass and stuff my skiff and put it away somewhere. And I hop on and I'm like, let me, let me pull you around. He's like, no, 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 no. You know, it's just hop up front. And Did he go to all the places that you had looked and not seen him before? <laughs> because th- then you know he took me to <laughs> he took me to a place that I would have never fished, but I had run past it. Oh yeah, yeah, a million fucking times. And so when we went to that area and we started polling, almost. 10 minutes would be a stretch to say it took that long before Mm -hmm. we saw the first fish. And it was just the most mellow, low key, calm and quiet voice from behind you. that was like redfish (laughs) on the shoreline, (laughs) left to right. Do you see it? Yep. Wake now, wake up. (laughs) Whenever you, and, 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 and the cool thing was it was like, cause I've fished with plenty of guides, a lot of guides want to tell you when to cast. Mm-hmm. Okay, now. He was like, whenever you're ready. And and it was just like the, the coolest, like fucking mellowest thing. So anyway, I ended up writing an article with him. It gets published or whatnot. But um, the thing that I learned from John was open your fucking eyes to be aware that the fish are everywhere. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be like this fucking crazy out of the way tucked away spot right they're literally everywhere and it's just stopping and taking the time to give them a chance to show you that they're there Mm -hmm. and instagram doesn't have time for that no no and kind of a a little bit of a i don't know i don't even know what you'd call it from the holiday gift guide Uh probably another kind of a neat thing for a slow travel year for a lot of people Mm -hmm. uh book a guide okay for for somebody you know what i mean like book a book a guide for you know whatever as a as a gift kind of a big gift i would have a difficult time trying to figure that gift out Mm -hmm. right only from this standpoint who would i get the gift for because the guide mentality du jour uh, right now. Yeah, right. Um, and I was shocked when I read this on Facebook. Um, the whole blurring of the shoreline controversy that's been brewing. Fiasco. The, you know, and 
this uh, I'm, fuck it. I'm gonna say it. It's Billy Rodney. So, um, I mean, you know, I, I, but, but you know, he he hung his he hung his shingle on this fucking issue. So it's not like he's hiding from it. No, he Billy Rodney in the last couple of weeks has done more to damage his reputation in general. I believe than anything he could have done. And it's the level of fucking insult that I have read where he has written has just been astonishing. Yeah. Um, specifically to, to address what you're saying, Carl, it would be cool to be able to buy Mark a, mm-hmm. a charter with Billy Rodney. Cause right. you know, here's, here's the skinny mm-hmm. Billy's Billy's a hell of a good angler. Mm-hmm. He really is. Um, Billy, unfortunately, for whatever reason recently, can't allow his ego to get out of the way. Hmm. Um, And I would hesitate to buy Mark a charter with Billy because I've read specifically from Billy's fingertips on his, you know, keyboard warrioring ass that (laughs) he would not give Mark a proper charter because he would figure out that Mark's from Titusville. He would talk to him. Oh, uh, local. And, he, and, uh, and he's a local, so therefore he doesn't get... Trying to poach. He does not get the real trip. Right. right. He gets the kind of, sort of, okay trip. Right. Because, God forbid, Mark figured out how to get back to wherever Billy was, you know. And, and the fucked up thing is Billy knows this. Hmm. It's not the spot. It's understanding why that spot is the spot. Right. And unless he gives what time Mark a full yeah, fucking that, briefing yeah. on, you know, like you were talking about the the uh, flare jig guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. You could walk me to whatever fucking bridge. Right. Let me stand there and watch and go, holy shit, that's where the snook are? And then I could come back the following day. To the best of my ability, right? And I'll bet y'all get fucking a skunk hung around my fucking neck. Oh yeah, because I don't understand exactly what they're doing. It's just like somebody on one of those threads even said, you know, like, you know, don't fucking. It's not the spot. Get give give a shit less about what the fucking background of the picture is because most people don't get it. They just right. don't get it, and that's why when you go to the fucking uh, jetty. At Ponce, there's two guys that are fucking catching all the fucking snook, right? And 15 guys that are fishing a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, those two guys get it. They've mm-hmm. put in the time, but like, guess what? 17 people know about that spot, right? That they're, clearly they're there, right? But only two of them really know how to fish that spot. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, the whole blur the shoreline and. You know, I'm what not going to hot spotting or whatever. It, it yeah, is, you know. it's so yeah. fucking petty and ridiculous. Yeah. And and again, Billy honestly is one of those guys that really should be looking for the next kid. Right. And I say kid, you know, in his twenties or what, yeah. to share his knowledge of the lagoon with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to and to create that passion within that kid. To want to protect and to love the lagoon and stand up for it and also be a fucking right. kick-ass fisherman. Because you know what? Billy Rotney ain't shit except for the fact that he fished with a couple of different people that I know mm-hmm. that 
taught him mm-hmm. what they knew. And the reason that those couple of guys, one specifically that I'm not going to name, saw in Billy the good things about Billy, mm-hmm. the passion, mm-hmm. the determination, the analytical side of Billy that could understand how it was he did so well on the lagoon. So Billy was the ideal candidate, and Billy was contrite, and Billy was you know willing to listen, and Billy got schooled mm-hmm. and learned. Billy didn't go out and earn it all on his own, and if he tells anybody as much, he's lying. Mm-hmm. None of us did. I didn't. Mm-mm. You know, I, I'm I'm not down on Billy. I'm just mm-hmm. a little fucking reality check here. I think that's uh, I think that's there's a lot of truth, and I thought the argument was kind of wild in the first place because I've gone. With, uh, you know, double down on either making a long run or, you know, whatever, uh, or fishing one more spot when I needed to be somewhere because I knew they were going to be there. Right. And they were nowhere to be found. Right. And I've done the same thing again. Like, eh, I got like, you know, 15 minutes to waste. This, there, uh, nothing lives here. So, right. You know, and it's, oh, wow, this is awesome. Like, this has been a good afternoon. Uh huh. You know, later. So to to just point somewhere doesn't mean anything. And no. those are my spots that I knew. You know, that yeah, I right. thought, really thought. You know, I like, knew had figured out. You you go to West Marine. Don't tell is, you where to the, go. There is a map right. called Hot Spots. Hot Spots. Yeah. <laughs> Hot, I, didn't, I mean. Uh, <laughs> I always wanted to be on one of those maps. <laughs> Now, you know, I get the idea that you're working hard, you see this as your paycheck, and it gets frustrating that, you know, some other casual angler posts a picture that you somehow think is going to create a crowd mm-hmm. where you would otherwise like to take a out-of-town client mm-hmm. to show them a good time. I mean, the, the local guy's not getting that spot, but, you know, a good out-of-towner. Um, and and I, I can see the playing defense. But, again, if you're fishing in fucking spots that are that fucking obvious on a photograph, mm-hmm. please give me a break, man. How many yeah. fucking boats have gone past you and, like, fucking pushed the man overboard button and said, oh, mm-hmm. obviously, clearly, there's, a, there's something going on over there. Mm-hmm. And... I'll bet you a dollar to a donut that he's not the only guide on that spot. Mm-hmm. And anybody with a fucking half a brain and a pulse can be like, oh, look, there's a guide there yesterday. There's a guide there today. There's another guide there, you know. Mm-hmm. Clearly, maybe if there's if I get here first tomorrow, I'm going to go over there and try that spot. Now, what's the likelihood that they go over there and they know how to unlock the secret mm-hmm. of why that's working over there? Mm-hmm. Probably not very, very good. But it's certainly not the fucking thing that you need to storm onto the internet and fucking no call out the world for taking the wrong picture right well and it wasn't even the calling out the world the initial post was it was off putting did somebody but the comments just got worse right like it, it was like like dude quit digging the you, hole yeah it's like doubling down point, doubling down people don't agree with you just let it go you can't win them all. Right. To the point people started making memes about them. Oh, no way. Oh, See, my God, I, yeah. I went in and, like, 
you know, when that showed up on our group text, I was like, okay, let me go check this out. And I think where you guys shared it, it was like from like a Mosquito Lagoon group or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then he actually posted it on his own profile. And that, that's where I saw the comment about, I believe I, I about, you know, well, I don't take local people out, you know, it's right. like, Jesus Christ, Billy, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Right. No, there was one. It was like somebody. It's like a cartoon of someone like in a hospital and someone unplugging the life support. And Billy was unplugging the life support. It's like shouldn't have posted that fish pic. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> and then the other one, you know, the one of the kid. He's wearing like a yellow shirt and red pants. He's like holding a gun and like crying. Have you seen that one? No, <laughs> it's uh-uh. been hard to find it. And it's uh, it's Billy going. Why did you post the photo? <laughs> oh, the guy like had to put down his fishing buddy. Oh God, it was hilarious. Sorry, Billy. Yeah. So, Billy, I still love you. I just think that you need to chill out a little Whoa, bit, man. Up a little bit, buddy. Um, and, and you know, let's close the loop on the whole conversation. Um, let's do a break. Yeah, I agree. But uh, you know, listen, fucking, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's an amazing fucking skill. And you never know where it might take you. Right. And if well said, well put. All right. We're going to kick it to a break and uh, we'll be back to insult plenty of other people (laughs) in the next segment. (laughs) Two feet of love, this is all it calls. I guess I'll make the drive down past the Texas line to make sure he's not alive. Dumped him off of a river bridge in the fall of 84. Word got around, he climbed out of that muddy red river floor. Lost my bride to the finest man she claims to have ever known. When she got to the parking lot, his knees were already blown. Love is such a mighty drug, a mightier disease. Betty misses her floating past the barge with one eye and crooked teeth. One eye and crooked teeth. One eye and crooked teeth. One eye and crooked And just like that, we are back from the break and uh, feeling refreshed. It is damn getting cold outside. It is. Mm. Had to put on uh, the old Carhartt beanie to keep my dome warm. Mm -hmm. I use it for the ears. Casual Carhartt XL. (laughs) (laughs) They have have big and tall. Yeah. Big and husky. (laughs) No, husky and tall. Husky flavored. <laughs> I remember growing up. That, oh, I do too. Well, hang on. I have memories. <laughs> yeah. They're fun. That sounds that, awesome. Man. That husky was the code word for fat kid in the pants department. Absolutely. Correct. Uh, yeah. I was a 14 husky for a while Husky, there, husky man. I didn't know that. And it probably wasn't. Yeah, husky boy. I didn't put all the pieces together until probably like five years ago. I was like. Damn, I was buying fat boy pants. Damn. <laughs> it wasn't that you were fat. It was just that you were... I was just, I was just big bone. Just a little husky. <laughs> exactly. A little husky. <laughs> ben liked cookie time. 
First I've, off, who doesn't? I jumped on a little boat one time in the Keys. This is like in <laughs> high school. Little tiny boat. There was like three other people on it or something. And it really like keeled over. Like, you know, like uh-huh. rub rail in the water. And some girl goes, damn, you're tall. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was nice of you. That was awful nice of you. <laughs> so, show notes. Hold on. We're I don't talking know that, so much. I don't know that I have break. any this time. Mine have been covered. Um, one show note I made on the way here. <laughs> you know those cool light up highway signs that we have, and it's oh the lanes closed ahead or yeah smoke or, Click it or take like it. an information I, sign. Yeah, I haven't seen like anything on those except for the silver alert in like oh, yeah. months. Uh, just yeah. constantly. So f- basically, floor is just like old people getting lost all the time. Right. Yeah. Well. That one, or if you go, if you're going down five twenty eight, it's all the uh, wear a mask, Orlando, like on the street signs. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. What Next time, it? this week when we're driving places, just look at them when you pass them. It's just like it's, it's maybe that's like when there's no old people that are yeah. lost. <laughs> so they're all inside with masks. So COVID is starting to be over, and the only reason I'm saying that. Um, is I got an email from the school system here in Volusia County. Oh, letting relaxing. us let it, no, letting us know that the CDC guidelines have changed. If someone, if a student um, comes down with COVID or anybody related to the school system, mm-hmm. they no longer have to. Um, what is it? Uh, quarantine for fourteen days. It's now 10 days. Oh. So apparently COVID has learned that after 10 days. need to get back to school. Yeah, after 10 (laughs) days, people need to get back to work in school. So they leave them alone after 10 days. Right. Which is nice of it. And that's according to guidance from the CDC. So it's not not my opinion. It's Mm -hmm. just passing the word. So, you know, isn't it weird? Um, Like you'll talk to somebody that's not from here. And they're like, so how's COVID down there? Like, oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's totally fucking tasty. non-existent. Yeah, How about that? Awesome. Like, the, the take um, is like so different, like town to town, state to state, parts of the country. Mm-hmm. It's and like how people are living currently now. But that's not what the news tells you. In, no. And like, well, in New York or, well, or well, San Francisco, well, even, you're screwed. Even that's not America. If you go to Orlando <laughs> or right. uh, Seminole County mm-hmm. or Osceola County, it's like still pretty fucking locked down, like fucking ooh, yeah, the yeah. COVID boogeyman. Um, everybody's got masks on. Nobody will let you come in the fucking, like, you can't even go to a Wawa without, like, uh, sir, say, where's your mask? Uh, right. Mayor Denny. Uh-huh. It's like a COVID task force. Oh, Jesus. That's cracking down on businesses, uh-huh. and restaurants, yeah. people not wearing, and fining. Right. Yeah. Businesses. They haven't had it hard enough. <laughs> um, yeah. But what? there's all kind of vaccine talk. There's three, three of the big boys have you know, almost marketable. Right. Getting packaged up. So hopefully that's the end of it. We can have you have you seen that there's gonna be um COVID vaccination cards? Yep. Shut up. Yeah. It's time for inoculations. <laughs> Show me your papers. Please step aboard the cattle car. Mm-hmm. The next stop is the inoculation area. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's one more thing my body 
doesn't need besides the anthrax well, that mm-hmm. I've been my question is vaccinated against <clears throat> if it's survivable by 99.8% of the population what is the benefit of getting a vaccine that's 90% effective it's not well you know sh- <laughs> don't don't say that. Just it's 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 happy. We're happy. It's going to be out because everything's just going to open up. There's not going to be any more mask police, and everybody and it'll just go away. We're well, just going to sweep it under the under rug. Under an ideal situation, we'll let yeah. Pfizer and Pharma Pharma King or whoever makes all this crap get like billions of more dollars. We'll just shut up, and then it'll just go. Away. So, so, but the thing is, it's. All the other countries in the world, right? That you like, know. I was inoculated with smallpox, mm. so I wouldn't catch smallpox, right? In said Middle Eastern country, right? I'm American. We don't have smallpox or polio, right? Or anthrax anymore, anymore, right? But so, so like, we need it. If I want to go visit Ted, nah, I don't want to have to show papers that say I got a shot in the ass for COVID. You have to show. You have to show your passport. I'll make you. That's one. fine. Yeah, I don't mind showing my passport. Right. I want to know how they're going to square away the. You have to show like uh, one of the big things they're saying is, "Hey, you don't have to get it. No, no problem." And mm-hmm. and the government's probably not going to mandate that you have to get it. I don't. Th- that would be. But our friends over at the airlines are going to say, yep. if you don't produce your COVID paperwork, you can't get on the flight. Yep. And. You know, it's like. Well, the best part about that is if the airlines didn't borrow so much damn money, well, it wouldn't have to. You know what I mean? Yeah, but my question is so HIPAA, the yes. Healthcare mm-hmm. Privacy mm-hmm. Act or whatever, um, <clears throat> Healthcare Information Privacy Act, HIPAA, yep. um, how do they get around HIPAA violations? Like, wait a second, I don't have to tell anybody about no. my healthcare. No. I right. can tell my doctor if I choose to. I've heard another one lately um, from a couple friends of mine, a couple things that I'm not really into, but um, the medical marijuana uh-huh. and guns. Okay. So, it's fe- so guns are federal. Medical marijuana is not federal. It's state. Right. State. So you're not, right. for some odd reason, that kind of cancels itself out. Right. So you can't go and buy... Like firearms or something, like after or I don't know if it's forever, but while no, you're like you, under treatment with medical, if marijuana, you have you a can't. medical marijuana oh. card, you can't have a concealed carry permit. Oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah, they'll yeah. revoke that from you. Right. So or it's, not issue you one. So there's some weird rub there, and I'm like, wait a minute. I and I'm thinking to myself, oh, that sounds that's a little. The sky is falling. Like, how does that work? I'm thinking of myself. Then I realized the HIPAA law. How how is that? Well, it, you just circumvent it, like. It sounds like I'm making excuses. I love America, but to register a child for school, you mm-hmm. have to provide a shot record. Right. Right. It's that same it's yeah, vaccination. It, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I don't understand how. I'm mean, I'm with them. I don't have anything like. Like you said, I'm not anti-vaccine no, no, at all. No, no, no. But where in the I'm anti-COVID. That's for fucking yeah. sure. Yeah. I think that we've been sold a bill of goods right. that doesn't where, where square up the with the facts. HIPAA guidelines and subsections. Does it say it's okay for me to 
like I don't want to just hand over records. To well, the, the, it's the same as the COVID thing. Right. It's a public health issue. So that's where... And in the yeah. interest of public health, we can ask you about your child's vaccination record because if your child's not been vaccinated for measles, mumps, rubella, we can't have them in the classroom because, you know, they could be the spreader of said disease because they're not inoculated against it. And that's what they're going to do with the COVID thing, too. They're going to say... Well, hey, you know, we, we we at warp speed we came up with all these vaccines, and this is for your for your, you know this is for your own good. I'm just gonna swing for the home run, the hole in one. Why do we, you know, the the non people, have to have this card, public health, mm-hmm. but you don't have to have one for STDs, the big big STDs, AIDS. Mm-hmm. That's a public right that's public yeah it's public it's safety public safety yeah. not the, the i don't know that's a that's a weird one i don't right but I, don't, I don't know if i'm well i'm like at current not in agreement like, with how that sounds right you know what i mean well uh, let's see how it works out but <laughs> oh, and it's it's the slow erosion of everyone's rights and and that's that's the, the slippery name, like the safety. Yeah, it's thing, the slippery know. slope. But I mean, you know, just like there's a lot of what ifs. Well, it, you know, none of it makes fucking sense. So like, in in let's say we're in Orlando. Mm-hmm. So in Orlando, God forbid, God forbid, <laughs> you can walk into a restaurant, but in order to walk into the restaurant. You have to wear a mask to the table. To the table, right. and then suddenly COVID can't get you. And then, <laughs> at the same time, you could otherwise go to Home Depot or fucking Walmart. Mm-hmm. You know, be around hundreds of fucking people that are touching everything and do it. So it just it, it, none of it squares up with like any fucking like common sense of like. No, I no. think a lot of. There were there was a lot of reactionary stuff, and then there was a lot of figuring out as we went. Right. And some things did drop off. Right. And some things hung around that, you know, maybe mm, kind of make sense, kind of don't. I mean, if it were, you know. Yeah, and, and I, I agree with you. There's no even, it doesn't seem like right. an even keel. You can just cough all over somebody freely, like, in one place, and then next door you have to be in, like, a body condom. So so I've I've talked to people um, throughout, Love throughout my time on this planet, mm-hmm. and there's, Carl, I think that you, you've said something similar. Um, yours happens to be a ladder. Mine happens to be a clipboard. Mm-hmm. I think you've said... If you want to walk in somewhere and it's like quasi secure or like, you know, um, let's say you just want to go into a condominium building that oh, has yeah. a secure front door. Mm-hmm. Come walking up to the front door with a fucking ladder. Oh, yeah. And nobody's going to question you. They're actually going to open and hold the fucking door for you. Right. Right. Yeah. No different than, you know, when you have somebody and you're like, Okay, I need you to go do such and such. And they're like, oh, man, I don't know what I'm... Here, carry this clipboard. Mm -hmm. Now you're official. Mm -hmm. 
and people see somebody carrying a clipboard, they're like, fuck, that guy's official. Mm-hmm. And you get where you need to go. You, He's, he's going to check all those boxes. He's, he's yeah. clearly in charge. Mm-hmm. And, you know, along with those kind of little life lessons, um, I've always been a very big proponent of, if you don't know, say, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think with the COVID thing, our health professionals, especially that little munchkin Fauci, he said shit that he didn't know, like early back in March. Oh, no, 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 nobody needs to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Month later, everybody needs to wear a mask. Early on, of course you can go on a cruise if you want to. If you get on a fucking cruise ship, you're going to fucking die. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the... If your if your answer is different month to month, and it's like 180 degrees from each other, yeah. I lose faith in everything you fucking say. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of when you were asked initially, does everybody need to wear a mask? Mm, we're not sure right now. Right, right. It's something we're working on. Right. However, I probably would have got a mask. Like immediately. Yeah, however. Like, we're not we're not sure if everybody should maybe be in a mask. Okay. I'd be like, fuck you, dude. Exactly. So, you and that see was. You me behind this mask. Yeah, that's, that's, now you're making an informed decision. You're like, yeah. mm-hmm. they don't quite know. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. I'm wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. So, these dirty bastards. Yeah. See me in my mask, baby. You're not tricking me into not wearing a mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So can you get it from not wearing a mask? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all I needed to hear. Bye-bye. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it, definitely the age, the year, and the age of, like, um, d- like deductive reasoning. Uh-huh. D- isn't it kind of weird how, uh, you know, I hate to use, like, news or politics or, you know, like, election, because we, you know, the whole election thing's still fresh, still too fresh. Um, you're watching like two, three, and four articles or reading articles Mm -hmm. or watching clips or something like that Uh to try to like get to the bottom of it. Right. Oh, yeah. And then it's not like a literal translation. Mm -hmm. No. To me. Like ever. Like, okay, this guy says it's no good, but. But this guy. But this guy says this is the the fence. Yeah. And then this guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Give me that fucking mask, right? <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's it's kind of it's it's weird like that. It's and it's, and at at the end of almost every situation, you can just go, "Does this really affect me?" Mm-hmm. You know, I I can make choices that if I don't really want to wear a mask, that means I don't have to go to that restaurant. You know, I okay, I'll choose not to go to this one, or mm-hmm. I'll choose not to go to that one, or you know, if you're a dyed-in-the-wool wa- mask-wearing person, mm-hmm. that's cool. I'm down with that. You, I don't give a shit. That that brings comfort to your life. But don't give me shit because I chose something different, you know? I, I told the wife, and she wasn't very happy about it. I said, if the Taliban couldn't kill me, the fucking Wuhan is definitely not <laughs> Right. Right, woman? So, shh. Yeah, shh. On the mm-hmm. mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a. That's been a funny deal. I'm just. I'm looking. I'm. Dude, Carl, your your take on it is fucking spot on. Yeah. If yeah. they would have just been like, 
Uh, uh, yeah. I'm not sh- Everybody would have been wearing masks, mm-hmm. you know. So here's the biggest question out of COVID and, no. that I have. Because it's come back around. It's just like fashion. Yeah. It comes back around. Right. right? Like bell bottoms. It's like bell bottoms. <laughs> There's a fucking toilet paper shortage again. Again. And it's like, hey, wait a second. What in God's green earth does toilet paper and COVID have to do with one another? If you, if you just like, imagine it, like in your mind's eye as a cartoon... And like some guys on the thing, listen, we got this like this COVID and blah, blah, blah. It's a pandemic. Uh, everybody should probably wear a mask. And like everybody's like, fuck that mask. And just hauls ass into Walmart, gets all the toilet paper and haul- and goes home. It, it would be like, what am I watching? It almost what? reminds me of like a what? Dilbert comic where like, we need to have a marketing meeting. We need to sell more toilet paper. How are we going to do that? Yeah. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> like, Pandemic. Yeah. I saw this funny thing. It was like. Nobody needs toilet paper. And, and like none. Of- wear a mask. No mask. <laughs> toilet paper. <laughs> and it's a respiratory disease. It's right. not a fucking mm-hmm. gut disease. Yeah, it ain't like not- everybody's shitting themselves. Well, the, I saw this funny thing. It was like. And like 300 years after, because it was talking about how like one crisis after the other after 2020, so like some earthquake volcano is going to yeah, happen. Yeah. It was just going to get buried. Right. And they're going to dig up all these fossilized people. people and all people. of 2020 is going to, every picture of the dig up is just going to have a spotless ass. So you were going to die from anal seepage. Mm-hmm. I guess the, I guess the original. He's <laughs> so bad. Just, You're just going to. Just. That's it. I guess the original, like, kickoff to that was originally that, like, the same fibers they make toilet paper with they were using for, like, the KN95 masks. Oh, so you could, like, wrap your head with the In theory, but it was just that... Oh, they thought Because they had to ramp up mask production... Everybody thought there was going to be a shortage. There was going to be less toilet paper produced, so everyone panicked. Oh, that doesn't sound as... Mail barge, Benny Boy's got four (laughs) rolls left. <laughs> dude, if we get picked up by Charmin, dude, you made for it. our first. Yeah, I want the bear to sit right here, right? Podcast with his blue or red, I don't care, <laughs> and just and it, tell us what? a little about himself. None of that shortage hurt me. So I'm bougie. Wet wipes, right? They're That's always right. there. <laughs> so the the crazy thing, the I would say the word for 2020 has to be pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that is 2020's word, pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I've been binge watching um, The Wire, mm-hmm. and all throughout every episode, every season of The Wire, there's these street kids, you know, on the corner, the corner boys selling dope in Baltimore, and all of the dope that they sell has like a name. Um, and, you know, it's like during one episode, you'll be hearing them be like, WMD, WMD, you know, like that's like oh, the yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. right? You know, and um, within the last couple, three episodes, I like actually fucking sat up on the couch and was like, what the fuck did he just, <laughs> they were calling the fucking dope pandemic, pandemic. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, this is like. A show from like 2004, right? Foreshadowing, yeah, the fucking pandemic. Yep. The um, well, they always say the Simpsons predict. It, uh, Simpsons are yeah. always predicting, but like mm-hmm. five or more years. Yeah, it is interesting. I like to think back. Like, did people freak out like this with the bubonic plague 
and the Spanish flu. Well, the, probably no. after they were Black. wheeling. I bet they yeah. still had freaking toilet paper. <laughs> they, they didn't have it invented yet. Left hand free. <laughs> um, I think I think a big a big to do yeah. of this is the fact that our society is so media driven mm-hmm. now. Yeah, it's you know you can't get away from social it. media, regular media, like every you can't get away from it, and. I think the people that run the media realize the influence that they have, and and that's why we are where we are. Um, Something from my notes, um, kind of about the social media, you're just saying, people are so into it that in a number of circles or groups or Facebook or where you know wherever, um, going way back, kind of pre. I guess social media to mm-hmm. forums and so on and so forth. The easily Googleable question being asked is that something that just makes you insane? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we dedicated a good portion, a very <clears throat> large portion of a previous podcast to the trials and tribulations of Mark and I's experience with. Cycler reels Mm -hmm. and for as much as we wanted it to be a positive after months and months of opportunity that they squandered we decided to tell our story Mm -hmm. and in the past week we did a couple of stories on our instagram to Mm kind of make sure hey we're still we're still sore about this, mm-hmm. and and we're going to make fun of you because you fucked us. Mm-hmm. And the number of people that came into our DMs yes. that were like, "Thank you." Well, there there was a lot of thank mm-hmm. you, and, and but there was several that were like, "So what? What's yeah. what's the issue? What's going on?" Oh, and I'm like, "Yeah." Listen, uh, uh, no, oh man, what's what's going on? Like, what's the whole issue? And they always end it with, love the podcast, man. And it's like, well, for some motherfucker that loves the podcast, you sure didn't listen to it. Because I am not going to dedicate fucking five minutes, one minute, or ten minutes trying to explain to you through a DM what you could otherwise fucking listen to for a half an hour Mm -hmm. and have a very clear picture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... And that's the Googleable. It's right. like you know, yeah. is your Google broken? Is your fucking podcast app broken? Right. Like we've already talked about this ad nauseum. The reels we paid retail for were not ready for retail. Mm-hmm. We should have been refunded at least half of what we fucking spent mm-hmm. because we were used not according to our perception, though it was our perception, but according to the wife of the owner of the business. As part of the R and D team, R&D. I did not sign up nope. to be a fucking R and D team member. Right. I'm not your puppet. I'm not your pro staff. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I I dress this way doesn't. So, so like, what's what's a question that you get that that like you just like fucking shake your head and you're like, are you seriously asking this? A lot of the a lot of the boat stuff. Uh Yeah, and I'll follow. I mean, I probably follow. Do I like really a, have to pay extra for stainless steel hardware? Yeah, no, like a dozen like groups. Mm-hmm. Southwest Florida one's really good, um, just to see kind of what's buying and selling and mm-hmm. moving and shaking and whatever. Um, any mercury dealers in Central Florida? <laughs> yeah, man, probably a lot, <laughs> probably a dozen. And by but where in Central Florida? 
It's a pretty big state with pretty big center. Yeah, they call it, yeah. they call it a corridor. Right. It goes from Tampa yeah. to Daytona Beach. And like, <clears throat> I'm pretty damn sure you go on Mercury's website, you can click. There's a button literally called Dealers. Right. Yeah. And type in your zip code and your yeah. mile range. Mm-hmm. And, well, see, though, those people are still stuck in the forum world, mm-hmm. where they're reaching out like. Yeah, they're asking questions. Like, does anybody know this? Like, right. but hey, you know what? There is such a thing as a stupid question. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it's been popping up <laughs> constantly. Constantly, constantly. Well it's like the the fly fishing uh community on Facebook. That's another one. I, I see it in there. I, dude, I fucking like like I think on Facebook they call it snooze it. I, I snoozed yeah. that motherfucker because mm-hmm. it was like the dumbest fucking mm-hmm. questions. Hey man, what's your favorite five weight? Hey man, how about shoving a five weight up your ass and right. like fucking talk about something real? Right. Uh, speaking of reels, what's your favorite reel front at one hundred and fifty dollars? <laughs> I'm going saltwater fishing. Do I get an eight weight or a nine weight? Right. Exactly. Um, I don't know. Do you like apples or oranges? Right. It's basically the same size mm-hmm. and does the same thing, but mm-hmm. the one's got a little more I think, acid in it. I think the problem is people actually buy in. Mm-hmm. Oh like, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I in my opinion, it'd be a nine weight. You know, and it's like, yeah. Well, it's insofar as reels go, they, they haven't even told you what color backing they're planning on using. Well, and, and that's and, the problem. And there has yeah. to be. You have to know that, right? Well, and backing specific. I've got like a well. Now it's pinkish, reddish pink backing on my five weight. Oh, you got, you speed, got speed, never, speed backing. Yeah, speed backing. Yeah. Whereas I've got you got it. Blue backing on my seven weight. Distance. I, I want a little more distance, and on the nine, we've got. <laughs> Orange because I want accuracy. Well, when are you going to get strength? Uh, oh yeah, the ten weight chartreuse, yeah. chartreuse, chartreuse, yeah, chartreuse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I use spider wire, eighty pounds. Nice. They have. They. I. That's I was thing. just looking the other day. They have Power Pro. Um, yeah. Like numbers on reels. You know, like yeah, how much we're with this much oh, background, yeah. you know, right. whatever, or this much power yeah. pro. Like, I remember man. you had braid or mono. I remember that. It wasn't long ago. Yeah. Is yeah. It, it when you're when you're spooling a spinning reel with uh, power pro? Uh-huh. Um, you're supposed to just tape the power pro to the spool, right? Some people do. I I do like a little backing. <laughs> Some people swear to God. It wasn't a serious question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's out of the bag. It'll see. <laughs> Some, the, new, the new stuff, I think, has they have rubber in the bottom. Oh, really? Yeah, because everybody does that now. Right. Yeah, because my recollection was I would always do, like, maybe, say, 10 turns of... Uh, monofilament yeah and then you know as like the break you know yeah yeah because yeah, otherwise it just it'll spin on yeah. the spool yeah i don't know mm. i never get into backing so it doesn't i don't even know why people put it on there that's <laughs> like like kind of the middle of like tenkara kind of tenkara fly fishing that's that fine line in the gray because area. you have to have backing in hopes Shit, I just hope to catch a fish. Right. <laughs> well, the funny thing for me, you see a lot of the redfish guys like into the backing, 
and there's a common. You're doing it wrong. Well, there's a common theme I notice. Either obviously the drags turned way down, and when that fish is slowing down, they like pump the reel to like make it like shoot off, and they'll just keep pumping it till they get it far enough to like the backing splits up, and then they're like in the backing, and then they wind it back in. Is that is that also hashtag five week chronicle? Potentially. Mm-hmm. I did get into the backing once on a rainbow trout. Okay. On a stock pond. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving this story. I. It was big. And it just bulldogged and. I don't think on any fish I've ever caught I've hit backing once. Oh, I've definitely well, hit backing with like bonefish, but. Yeah, but I've never caught a bonefish. You know, but like a redfish. Have I ever been into the backing on a redfish? Absolutely. But that's an abnormality. It yeah. might have been like a really long cast mm-hmm. where I've already got, you know, 60 feet of line out. Right. And for whatever reason, you know, I end up getting 30 feet of line pulled off. Now I'm into the back. And so right. I think the reason why, and it'll probably get a lot of. I'm going to start using trout, shorter lines. Trout I think. weenie hate. You know, it was like a size 32 zebra midge. Uh-huh. No barb. So you're like. Does the fish even know that he's hooked? It's like playing it, you know, for three and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> for, you know, fear of small ass hook popping out its lip. But it was fun. I was just thinking was about that the other day. I was saying you get to pick up like this seven pound right. slab that's like right. nine inches thick. Right. The It was not wild. <laughs> now, you know what's funny? Natives. And you can kind of tell a little bit, and I'm I'm sure before anyone takes me too seriously that this crosses over a little bit. But I noticed, like, stockfish, you, like, when you hook them, and they, they just do, like, the flop. They don't, like, run. They'll, like, sit there and, like, thrash. You can see it, like, with trout, like, in the water column. You'll see them just sit there and flop. And that, then they'll, like, run a little a, bit. That's and then a they, foul hook. No. That's an ass-hooked whitey. <laughs> well, I, I get Sorry, it. Ass but, like, case in point, the pond where, like, my cabin is in Boone, it uh-huh. has stocked trout. Okay. Every time I hook one of those trout, they never take off. They don't try to run. They don't try to get anywhere structured. They just flop. And you literally reel them in, oh, and they're doing this weird I'm going to hell. Flop. I, it's like watching the regular Olympics and the special Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what it's, it's like. But then you hook one in a, and maybe it's because, to be fair, mine's a lake. <laughs> There's not like a current they can right. use to their advantage to get somewhere. Right. But just in the my observations of the like when I started and I don't even mm-hmm. fish those ponds anymore because it's boring. But then versus wild fish, they tend to like get somewhere and you're like playing them at least a little bit. I don't know. Someone give me your experience with floppy fish. What we got? (laughs) I I was just going to go on record and say, I don't know that I've ever netted a trout and looked at it and said native or stalker or otherwise. It's just, I don't don't go to that minutia. I don't, I don't give a shit. It, it ate a fly. I had fun for a few minutes and, Oh yeah, it was it was definitely a fly. It wasn't you know a, a dog food pellet, pellet fly or so. But it was still. I'm proud of that damn fish. I have a picture. Actually, you <laughs> here's a hilarious How much story. Per pound. <laughs> the first 
time I went trout fishing, I didn't understand the whole hatch thing. So it is. That's the real, right? Well, that too. They they make good pliers too. No, but like case in point, this is hilarious. Looking back, the first week of February, uh-huh. and I went up there with a so mayfly hatch. It's literally what I was throwing. <laughs> so <laughs> this gets so good. First off, the only flower rod I own, knowing nothing, this this guy had given me one is a nine weight salmon rod. <laughs> Freaking huge. Two-hander. Two Two-hander. It could have been. I'm throwing this nine-foot, nine-weight salmon rod with this yellow mayfly on it. And I'm throwing it in there. A yellow and Sally? I, I don't know. Here's the funny thing. I'm stripping it like you would a woolly bugger. Like, twerking it in. And then I'd watch these fish come up, and they dart up to it and be like, Nope, and they go back down. I'm like, what the fuck? Why wouldn't they eat this fly? And I'm like trying to figure it out, and eventually, like, just through like giving up, and like actually throwing like different like small bait fish patterns and stuff. And then like as I'm learning about hatches and what's going on, I was like, this makes a lot of sense. Why they're like this is like no, this isn't supposed to be here for a while. Also, what are you doing with a nine weight salmon rod? (laughs) Fly fishing. Also, not from around here. Yeah, clearly. There's a guy that tells that same story in a fly shop up there. Oh, I'm sure. Dude, I saw this guy. I'm pretty sure he was from Florida. Mm-hmm. Idiot. Like, it's like my spay guy down here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got a new one, by the way. Did he? Oh, yeah. Oh, what did he get? He got a Sage Igniter. Oh. And he had the guy build it with a foam grip. Nice. Yeah. EVA foam. Yeah. Was it a two-hander with foam? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. I didn't know. Do you get a nice new center pin reel to go on it? No, no, no. It's uh, a Piscofin off of Amazon. Oh, Or nice. maybe a Max Catch. The Max, Max Catch. Mm-hmm. Nice. Some bitch is nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's a Chinese engineer. <clears throat> didn't we just finish saying we don't get in the backing? Yeah. We could have max catches. Yeah. We don't need a reel at all, really. We could put a Cuban yo-yo uh, on the back. Maybe that's why I break rods. Right? I'm just trying to sling it up like a cane pole. <laughs> <laughs> Got that crappie. Mm-hmm. Into the bucket. It's like the cartoon bear that like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, the, right yeah. into the basket, yeah. over the shoulder. You saw that overseas, huh? I know you did. Cartoon bears throwing fish over their shoulder. Oh, Mama mm-hmm. San. Okay, here's the best Mama San <laughs> story I've ever seen in my life. We are in Mountain Province in the Philippines in a place. Is this called, real? No, this is a hundred percent real to life story. Oh, in I a province. Mark called, just made that up. No, no, no. Mildly racist. Actually. No, <laughs> in, a, in a province called Apayao, <clears throat> and we are in real too. a dugout canoe with a 15 horse outboard running up river try to get to the school two hours up the river mm-hmm. and i look over and this guy has this huge cane pole and he's dipping a bird mm-hmm. into the water as bait like like a crow mm-hmm. sized bird and i look at my buddy wilmark and i'm like wilmark what the heck is in this river that this guy's using a bird as bait <laughs> So he leans over to this, like yells over across the, mm-hmm. you know, it's probably like 40 feet of river. Don't make he yells what he's over. saying. Don't say it. Don't do it. 
the, I'm not. You want out? It's like, bread, bread. And he, like, yells over, and he starts, the guy on the bank, like, kind of laughs, and then he, like, gives him his explanation of what he's fishing for, and he comes back, and he laughs, and he goes, this bird swooped down and ate the little fish he had on there. And he saw you, the American, around the corner and got embarrassed that you would think he, like, harassed the bird. He's like, I'm going to use his bait so he thinks I'm fishing. Oh. <laughs> that was the story. <laughs> Dipping this bird in the water like a popsicle. Nice. Because I'm thinking, like, because there's some pretty big saltwater crocodiles over there. And all I'm thinking is there must be one in this river that this guy's like, I'm going to get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I want to say I've it's been in. afraid out west with the sparrows. Oh, casting? is going on. They're... Like you're in your back casting, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. oh shit. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's. I know someone that has actually hooked a bat no on the way. back cast. I, I believe it. And actually, yeah. it was the bat. You know, ate the fly on on a back cast. Oh, that's oh. wild. Yeah. I'd I'd quit fly fishing. Mm-hmm. I'm done. <laughs> that's it, man. Go you play the lottery king. that day, man. Sorry, Meredith. Mm-hmm. I got that record. <laughs> Did you see that Meredith reposted the uh, raccoon um, she oh, redfish yeah, wrangling? She yeah, yeah. She caught a lot of heat for that one. Again? Mm-hmm. Yep. And she caught a lot of shit the first time. So. Hell, Carl gave her shit at the fucking <laughs> IFTD in person. Yeah, in person. <laughs> what? I'm completely missing something. I don't follow her. So she caught a redfish. Uh-huh. In Louisiana. In Louisiana. It inhaled the fly, so they were going to have to put it in the cooler anyway. Uh-huh. Well, Mr. Raccoon is curious, because fish is flopping in the mud, comes uh-huh. over and tries to take it, and so she's, like, dangling it and letting the raccoon run off with it a little bit and pulling it back. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tug of war with a raccoon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very sportsmanlike ever. That's what everybody's saying. That's yeah. funny. You know, and of course, when they're saying it, they're tagging IGFA. Yeah, well, kudos on her for reposting and not giving a rip about anybody's opinion. Mm-hmm. I got to give her some street cred for that. I would have done the same. Yeah. And I need to. <laughs> She's actually a really, really fantastic human being. Um, I, I, I personally think that she would have done herself. A bigger favor not reposting it, but yeah, I saw it and I just scrolled on past it. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't look, but I, I was like, "Holy again. shit, she can't! <laughs> I can't believe she posted that again." Because yeah. I know she caught a lot of shit a the lot. first time. Yeah. So, well, uh, what do we got coming up? Uh, another couple of weeks, and Christmas is here. And yeah, we'll be headed back north for two weeks. When are you? Do, when are you doing that? Uh, we leave on the eighteenth. Okay, that's good to know because uh, Andrew is in South Florida, and I believe he wants to come up so he can do a podcast with all of us before he heads back to Tennessee. Beautiful. So uh, knowing that you're taking off Mm -hmm. helps us with scheduling that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think while he's here, he wants to do a little video stuff with Mm -hmm. everybody. So it'd be fun. Kind of got like a little plan that he wants to put together. Nice. But uh, that's kind of my take on what's coming up. Is going to try to hook up with Andrew, do some stuff. Um, I miss him. Yeah, I know. Butts is going to be in town. Mm -hmm. 
starting tomorrow, I think. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Well, Jupiter in town. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's he's been hitting me up about trying to fish. I told him not to go with you because you can't find fish. First off, that's rude. <laughs> so you want to catch fish? Come with me. I mean, I kind of remember podcasts of like a year ago. Like, yeah, Ben's really got this snook thing dialed in. I guess that went away. Mm-hmm. I found him. I know his spots. No blurring those out. Right. <laughs> I don't. You've been hot spotted, bro. I've been hot spotted. I'm gonna send Brian Butts a DM and let him know that you're not available to take him out <laughs> because your your skiff is not finished yet. Mm-hmm. That your front hatch, um, the spring is not installed. And oh yeah, there's no spring on that. Oh no, I I, bu- I got one and it was the small size, and they're currently not in stock of the large size. There is like nothing anywhere. Oh uh, yeah, it's so kind of hard to find. Which, like, you wouldn't the, think it'd be that hard. It's a spring. Let's speak on just the insane. We're just talking about buying up toilet paper. Yeah, the like fragility of like supply chain. Even like in the United States, where you can buy anything you want twenty four hours a day, right? It is so weird how much shit is out of stock right now. Well, and the funny thing, I fucked that hatch up a couple times. Oh my god! Do you want to talk about like second Tom here? Did it? Did it? (laughs) Oh, wow! And like Mm -hmm. bounces, Mm -hmm. and I literally like, hey Mark, I don't have a spring. Don't let go of the front thing. And so, boing, I'm like, <laughs> 10 second Tom. Mm-hmm. And then, like, 10 minutes later, just get you some tape. I was like, seven. oh my God. <laughs> my bad. And then, the, but the well. end of the day, I'm like, I can't get mad at him. It, granted, I can't get the part, <laughs> but we're running on a half ass finished thing. So just get some, like, uh, furniture feet. Oh my God. <laughs> but, <laughs> Stick them on top. Yeah. But see, it's. We'll put a ring around them around the whole outside yeah, of the boat. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I guess it's a memory thing. You know, like with Larry's boat or who's. You open a hatch and you. Yeah. You let it go. Yeah. That's all it was. Mine. It you can like, still let it go. It just keeps going. Mm-hmm. The. Um, I thought about putting in the smaller one, but it, it's not going to hold up. But to it. on the it's quality of the build, doesn't mess with the deck. Solid, no, solid. No, mm-hmm. Gucci man. Yep. The, um, <laughs> no, I did. I was thinking about. I was like, I'm going to swing by the the boat place is open tomorrow that like typically has. And I was like, I'm just going to go see if they've one came in. Right. Because I'd like it done. Because I got the uh, my tackle web for the open bulkheads in. Or you came think in. Hell's Bay will sell you one. No, those people, they won't sell me squat. Here, you, need, you need a straw buyer. I need a straw buyer. Mm-hmm. I call my, my Hells Bay people. Um, that was the one thing that mm, customer service-wise irked me about Tackle Webs a little bit. It was always like, if you want anything, we'll make it custom-sized mm-hmm. to fit. So I'm like, messaged them. I was like, here's what I need. And they're like, yeah, yeah, well, because of COVID, we've like, kind of gotten away from the custom stuff just give us a couple months and we'll get back into it so like six months later i'm like hey are you doing custom yeah of course i was like cool here's the opening what i want is one pouch in the middle and two of your like cup holders on the side so i can like stick a bottle here and here and then a bottle of what ben whatever i feel like carl (laughs) you who water you who's perrier Ooh, I do like those. Mm. Topo Chico's now because I'm hip, mm-hmm. like Larry says. Mm-hmm. I've got a Boba Fett mask. Of course, I drink Topo Chico's. <laughs> um, 
Ouch. And they're like, yeah, it's just too inconvenient to make a custom one. So, like, wow. here's our size options on the website. Like, what size are you looking for? I'll point you in the right direction. I would hit up, what's her name on on Instagram? The queen of, um, whatchamacallit, um, Tackle Webs. And yeah. Like, um, Marpet? Marsala. Yeah, Marsala or whatever. That's who I hit up. No shit. Yeah. Wow, that's disappointing to hear. So I was like, all right, whatever. So there was one that met the size I needed. It's just got two pouches and no cup. She's like, well, you can get another cup holder. I'm like, I'm trying not to like add a bunch of shit to my skiff. Right. I wanted it because it was like tucked out of my way. Um, and there's not enough room with my control panel. I just wanted something custom like you told me yeah, you would do. exactly. <laughs> I get it. Times have changed. but So I've got a make a trip up to uh, South Carolina at some point and uh, pick up the new skiff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. up there in Drake. Mm-hmm. I've got the... Uh, Mark's what? got the look like, what? <laughs> what? 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 Before me? What? 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 Yo, it's, yeah, it's definitely... Uh, I just got to get the motor rigged and mm-hmm. it's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Isn't it weird how someone can like order something after you and beat you to it? Mm-hmm. What? Crazy. And that's Unreal. on privilege. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you knew about me ordering the yeah. skiff. I forgot. It's a Hobie. Oh, it's a it's a Hobie power yeah. skiff. Yeah, it yeah. predates. It's a predated Drake power mm-hmm. skiff. Predates Drake boat. You know, it was so funny. I was telling yeah. Jameson about couple about it today, and I was like, you know been looking for a skiff for Wyatt and you know I'd known that that they had bought that power skiff probably two years ago um, and they bought it to get the, the engine the engine yeah. for the prototype um, outlaw and it's just been sitting up there ever since so in the, I end up I'm getting it and uh, obviously it needs a motor because the motor came off to go right. you know so I was like okay what am I going to do for a motor and I was thinking of you know because I'm going to need a long shaft. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking of taking one of the 25 marks that I have and putting a long shaft on it and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then Drake. Oh, the Tahatsu. Had the, mm-hmm. Thank you. Because I was, my, the whole purpose of my story is when I was telling Jameson today, I said, I know you follow Drake. They had a, um, a tiller motor mm-hmm. on. Uh, that they were selling, and I said I ended up buying that. That's what's going to go on the power skiff. It's a thirty, and I was like, "But I don't know what it is." <laughs> I know I bought a motor, but I can't remember what what I bought. But you're right; it's a Tahatsu, yeah. and uh, so we're going to try to figure out one one of these slow weeks around the holidays maybe ben and i'll ride up there mm-hmm. and uh we're just gonna spend about probably what an hour installing a motor on it and yeah. yep. i'm gonna buy a couple of new wheels and tires and put that on the trailer and head back but uh i'm gonna i need to talk to wilds i want to i want to do like a, a cooler cradle helm mm-hmm. for the tiller oh yeah so hell I'd probably be smarter to get his metal guy just to go ahead and fabricate me one up there yeah. than bringing it back down here and trying to fucking, you know, like, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, blue points, you know, months, you know, out right. and all that stuff. Not to mention they're like 
probably a good 40 minutes from your house. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that I think I've shown you guys the pictures. Oh, that yeah. I found mm-hmm. a couple of older ones yeah. that yeah. They were can be running, really cool. Yeah, yeah, running as a tiller. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just going to get with Wilds and say, okay, you know, get get this built. And then that way, once that's built, I'll come up, hang the motor. Is it in good, good shape? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Pretty much turned. Oh, yeah. Go. Real yeah. nice. Yep. I always wanted one because before I knew anything about skiffs, that was my dream boat. And it, I still would like one one day, just fascinated with them. But I want that weird space, like center console that you like sit inside the they console. Like, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, like a cockpit? Yeah. yeah it's yeah, like, really it's like this really yeah. curved, it's wacky. Like it curves uh-huh. and it comes in, and the seat is like its own lead, <clears> and you like where the opening in the consoles, your feet like go mm-hmm. in it. And it's got this little like windscreen that pops up. It, you know, mentioned. I, I mean, my my buddy Bridger has uh, a center console uh, Hobie skiff. It, that's uh, True Blue. Um, yeah, you guys, you guys have all I seen remember it. That. It yeah. was parked beside uh, the old brick um, Flood Tide Co. building. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, he and I have fished a ton of Flood Tides off of it. It's a, a you know, his had a Poland Tower on it, and you know. It, Great little boat. Sick, right? You need one of those little uh, footprint gas pedals. Oh, yeah. Oh, hot, foot. Boat, hot, hot foot. Still uses a throttle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The hot foot. The, the only other thing I'm thinking about is like doing a motor cage on the mm-hmm. back of the skiff with a tow point because you know they're going to want to wake skate and surf behind oh, yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. And I just figured, you know, that'll keep the rope up and out of the motor and also hopefully save the motor coming in hot at a dock or something yeah mm-hmm. so <laughs> that's the only other modification i'm thinking and i'm not 100 percent that i need to do that but i'm thinking it would probably be wise to it would yeah. I, I can't see you regretting it no. yeah exactly so it'll be uh wyatt's little skiff to bebop around and nice. uh if he's not using it and dad and mom want to do a inlet yeah. Sunset Cruise. It'll be there at the house in New Smyrna. I'll tell you so what would be super cool mm-hmm. is if Wyatt ran the dinghy derby in it. Oh, yeah. That'd be mm-hmm. sick. Well, you did run it in the whaler. I have never run the dinghy derby in the whaler. Hey. No. No. Wrong. Fake news. I've always <laughs> run it. <laughs> Fake. Pontoon. I've, yeah, no, tune? I didn't run the pontoon. I, the first day we had two dinghy derbies. I've ran my boat. And both, and them. I That's would right. say both, but the second one there was no boat running. Wait, uh, where did I take my brother? No, it was me. No, and you. that one. So we've had that? it out. That was when, post my boat having a deck on it, it, we were still building it. Shoot, I don't even know if I worked. With, I was working for you at the time. We had like a, just a sandbar meetup at in front of JB's, uh, and that's when Evan okay. came out, and I didn't have a boat. Right. I just took the whaler and okay. Sent it. The other time was my Ginu, yeah. and that didn't work out real well. Yeah. We need to try to do a sandbar meetup before mm-hmm. you head out. It could be done. Um, yeah. It was high when we passed by it. It's not now. It was so high, I could idle over it. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Like, did not bump no. bottom. Not in shallow drive. Well, just, and that was just mm-hmm. last weekend. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the water's been it, you're wow. gonna, the water's you're gonna down now. since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we can get our feet dry. Yeah, we ought to figure out what weekend Andrew's coming up and maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's 
Well, and like when's that. Ted coming in town? He's supposed to I be thought he I think Christmas he's after Christmas. Okay. okay. Yeah, right. closer to the new year. Yeah. So you're going up to Virginia? Mm-hmm. North Carolina first. Okay. Fort Bragg. And then up to for a week in North Carolina, a week in Virginia, and then. So we'd be back New Year's. Yep. Okay. Cool. Well, um, I think uh, we've probably kicked it around enough. Mm-hmm. Got a little over two hours oh, here nice. on the old timer, so give a few Pretty folks good. something to listen to in the cubicle or mm-hmm. while they're zooming their call. What? Uh, what if anything? Uh, do we have to? say otherwise oh i want to thank everybody that has taken the time to go to the website and buy a t-shirt or a mug or a hat there's been a bunch of you we really appreciate it and i like seeing all the mugs that are out there yeah, yeah yeah and the cool thing about it is you know it provides us with the ability to do the podcast pay for our hosting for all the podcasts and have a little bit of beer money and you know money to have dinner before we have mm-hmm. the podcast so thank you for the support because god knows we don't have sponsors <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know that's what actually affords us the opportunity yeah. to be what we call the most authentic fly fishing mm-hmm. podcast out there because mm-hmm. we're beholden to nobody other mm-hmm. than the listeners exactly and thank you guys for your support we really appreciate it and with that, we're going to call it a day. That's going to be episode number 57 of Taylor Trash Fly Fishing. We're out of here.